I'm Alexis. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Controlled Chaos, where we will bring you into the world of the Las Vegas hospitality industry. Thank you for spending some time with us today and let the chaos begin. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. Welcome back to Controlled Chaos. Katie, how yes. are you doing? How are you doing today? How's your day? Tell me everything. I'm great. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, which I just love eating turkey. However, I'm not eating turkey tomorrow. I'm going to go to Mexico and drink margaritas and eat tacos, which is almost better. But today was a good day. Very productive. Got all my stuff done prior to me checking out. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I am so excited for Thanksgiving tomorrow to have a day break from all the workload. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so today I am going to interview Katie so you guys Ooh. can get to know her a little better. What a treat for you guys. <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to get the ball rolling. Okay, let's do it. This is like my first interview. You know, we're going to start off nice with, easy. A, with, the <laughs> <laughs> with an easy question, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> fine. Easy question. Okay. What does your morning routine look like? Oh, that depends on the day. <laughs> that really does. On paper, it's like wake up, wash my face, drink water, view sunlight, move my body, drink coffee, have breakfast. But I don't do any of that. Most of the time, it's literally my alarm goes off. I hit snooze like five times. I'm not a morning person, never have been. Um, I usually wake up. The first thing I do is go to the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth, start getting ready for the day. And then I am such a coffee drinker where I need coffee, like within my first hour of waking yes. up. Um, but yeah, I'm not that one that has like a routine, morning routine. I, I have more of a night routine, but I'm not a morning person. <laughs> okay. So I guess we all know what you do for a living, but <laughs> how would your parents describe what you do? Oh, this is funny because my dad just thinks I plan parties. <laughs> um, anytime I text him and I'm like late out late at night or something, he's like, oh, you were just busy like planning a party or something. And I was like, sure. Like I was busy partying, whatever you think. Um, I don't know what my mom would describe me doing. I think she probably thinks I work for like celebrities or something like I don't know. She's like, she's probably just throwing all these bangers in Vegas. <laughs> like, um, it's really hard to describe to like my family what I do um, because they just don't understand. I think if you're in the industry, you have a broader understanding. But I think my parents really just think I mess around and drink and throw parties. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? Ooh, I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. That's tough, right? Everyone hates that. <laughs> I actually just celebrated a birthday. 28 years young. Woo! Um, yeah, hardcore Scorpio. I identify it with some of that. I'm very passionate. I can be very intense. Um, but I don't identify with, like, the, you know, you cut people off. You're kind of rude. Like, I don't identify with any of that. But I am very passionate and intense. A little intense, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> if anyone wants to know what we've been doing, we had Chinese takeout and the best. a bottle of wine and you know the wine kind of hit us because we're in events did right we don't party we, we don't today? drink <laughs> no have we drank in a while no no so we're buzzed off of one glass of wine 
Sounds about right. One bottle, not one glass. Don't worry, we're not did we crazy. Did a bottle already? <laughs> we did. Thank God I bought two. <laughs> um, okay. What is your favorite trip you've ever been on? You love traveling. Where's the favorite place you've ever been? Ooh, that's going to be a hard one. I think most recently my favorite place I ever been was Alaska. I think Alaska is just one of those places that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's beautiful. It's very like underrated. Like I don't think people think about going to Alaska, but it is stunning seeing like the glaciers, just all the adventures. I think I did that and I did that for work, but it was just one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. My favorite place besides that that I haven't gone for work, hmm, it's probably going to be Cozumel, which I'm actually going back to. And it's not because of, like, the place itself, which it is really beautiful, but I just think I had, like, really fond memories of that. I was with my sister and my dad when I was young, and it was just, like, one of the f- my most, like, family vacations that has stuck out in my mind. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And I have one more one more question that's not about work. Okay, go. Just until maybe later. Maybe I'll ask some more. Ooh, personal. Okay. <laughs> if you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose and why? Ooh. The first one that comes to my mind is Amelia Earhart. Okay. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like back then she was just like a really badass woman that like – was very daring and adventurous and went out and like followed her dreams even though it could lead to like death but like it was just like so cool to see that and my dad was always like a pilot so just growing up around planes like I, it always just is cool to inspire me like for that but yeah that's the first one in my thought like that popped in my head okay look that's good <laughs> how about you do you ever it's think not that? my turn okay it's not her turn <laughs> we're talking about you right now and That's right. the reason that we're doing this, you know, who knows who's going to listen to this, right? Who wants to know about us? But we're doing this so that you know, like, why we think we're okay to host a podcast about events in the <laughs> Las Vegas hospitality industry. Like, why should you listen to us? So now you can get to know who we are as people so you know that we are the Pe- fun party right. people. We are the people behind the events. Yes. Like, what goes on behind the scenes? Get to know us a little deeper before we delve deeply into the events industry right because we're people too we're humans we're not robots <laughs> exactly and we want this more this podcast to be more conversation based yes we'll have certain questions but we really want it to be a conversation correct and if you guys ever want to ask us questions please feel free to and we'll always answer them on the ch- podcast chat whatever <laughs> okay first take your sip of wine oh, okay good. and then we. Can i knew begin. you were like <laughs> looking at me to do that <laughs> while you're drinking my first question to you is going to be, what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career so far? Ooh, that's a very good question. I like this website you're using. <laughs> also, if you didn't know, events are really chaotic and it's the holidays. So did we prepare for this? No. Not even in the slightest. But so it's going to go great. It already is. This is very authentic, people. Um, I think the most important career lesson I have learned is really not about like the work we do but about taking time for yourself and we are so busy in other people's lives and other people's events that we really get caught up in it and you have to remember to take time for yourself and have those boundaries because you will get burnt out and I think everyone does and it's like being open and honest about that because like we said we're not robots we can't just like go about and I know it's funny we have this like 
ongoing joke in our events group that's like, oh, I only got four hours of sleep. I've been on an hour 22 of the day. And like when you talk to people outside the industry, like their normal work day is usually eight, nine hours at most, where our normal work day is 14, 15 hours. <laughs> so like it's really being able to take care of those breaks for yourself and knowing that you are more than your job and you are more than what you do. I love that. That's very, very true. It is. <laughs> I've learned it the hard way. Trust me. Um, what is one lesson that events has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? To celebrate yourself and to celebrate milestones. Like I feel like we always highlight the having a baby, getting married, all of those things. But like working in corporate events has really brought me a sense of like that you can celebrate other things. Like, is that a big career move? Is that a promotion? Is that a top sales earner? Like really celebrate that and like spending time with friends, family, colleagues over like breaking bread and having a glass of wine. Like that's how you really get to know you people. And that's why I think events is also so fun because it brings like people together. So I think like being in events, it's really being able to take the time to celebrate yourself and others. I love that. Thank you. Wow. Oh, I, I feel like so I good. go from like this funny ha 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 to like super yes. serious in a like event. We'll be laughing, dying, laughing, and then she'll be like, "Okay, yeah, so this is really what I." So this is like deep down. <laughs> this is the Scorpio in me coming out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, did you always want to be an event planner? No, I don't think I even knew an event planner existed until. Like in college, I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like well respected. <laughs> and um, I kind of just fell into it. Like I definitely was in college. I started working events in college and I was like, oh, I could really do this. And my mom actually was the one who was like, Katie, you've always just planned events. You just never knew it. Like I would plan her 50th surprise party. I would plan my birthday parties when I was a kid. Like throughout my life, that was just something that I was very naturally good at. And then I kind of just like would throw every single one of my best friends a surprise party and then it just kind of flourished into a career. It's crazy that you say that because there are so many people in the world that think, okay, yeah, I can plan a party. I can do that. But right. they really don't <laughs> know every single thing that goes into right. that, right? So then they'll start planning something. They're like, actually, I can't do that. I need to hire somebody to do that. Right. Or they think that they're going to, oh, this is easy. This is cheap. Nothing, you know. And then they really get into it. And my thing that I always say is like, not everyone can be an event planner. It takes no. a special type of person. Right. And I think both of us prove that every day. Oh, like, yeah. I always get, like, the comment of, like, oh, what skills do you need? And I say, like, the most important skills is, like, communication and organization. And people are like, oh, I could totally do what you do. But, like, they don't really take in consideration, like, the organization and the time it takes to, like, plan it and, like, backtrack. Like, even in my personal life now, I backtrack so much. I'm like, if I have to be ready at 10 o'clock at night, I have to be, you know, getting <laughs> my outfit on by 9. I have to be leaving my house by 9.30 to get there by 10. Like, you really live in that world. And so many people just really come to events and think everything is ready in there. And it's it's really a lot of work. And there's a lot of people that go behind the scenes of it. What is your biggest failure in your job mm. so far? Well, getting fired. <laughs> Please tell us more about that. We can laugh about it now. It's been a while. It's been about a year, yeah. Um, it's weird because at the time I thought it was going to be my biggest failure. However, after coming 
like with terms with it and all of that like it's good I think why I thought it was gonna be my biggest failure was because it was I thought it was gonna ruin my reputation I thought it was going to be like this huge thing that like no one wanted to work with me again and that sounds <laughs> is Alexis planning me some <laughs> pouring me some wine I just we could I edit this out like, <laughs> I felt like this story needed some wine <laughs> As it should. Yeah. Anyways, I thought it was just going to ruin my reputation and ruin like all these things. And to be quite honest, like it's okay that I got fired. One, I think it just wasn't a good fit. Two, it kind of humbled me in a way where I used to think like, oh, I'm on top of the world. Like I could do whatever. Like I worked for these major companies. It would be lucky to have me. And once you get let go, you do kind of question a lot of yourself. And I think I looked at the selves of my, like the parts of myself that needed improvement. So like after I took away the anger and after I like took away like everything that got like what I went through, I was just like, Oh, I could have improved here. I should have done better there. So like you really do get to look at it hindsight 2020. Um, and then you just fail forward. That's something my dad always taught me is like, if you're going to fail, you're going to fail big and you're going to fail forward and you're going to take a lesson from it and move on. So I don't really look at it as like a total failure because it led me on the track I am today. But during the time, I did think it was going to, like, ruin my career, and I wanted out of events and all of this stuff. And, you know, <laughs> life's life. And it's not the worst thing in the world if you ever got fired or laid off. Like, don't ever think that that's going to ruin you because that's just, like, one little blimp in your whole life. And I remember that. I remember she had <laughs> – last year, <laughs> Katie had her birthday party on the same day that the she day got I laid got off. fired. And I guess – yeah, not laid off, fired. <laughs> yeah, no, they like they no, told me to leave. Get out. <laughs> bye. Bye. Um and you wouldn't have even known that you were upset. Like you That's called alcohol. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I don't promote alcohol. <laughs> you like I would have never even known you were upset. And you yeah, completely. Katie was talking about I don't want to be in the events industry anymore. I don't think that this yeah. is right for me. And then she got in the position that she's in right now and doing her own events as well on the side. And she's just thriving. So yeah. events are really for you. Thank like, you. You are made I, for events. Thank you. I think events were made for me yeah. too. And yeah, I just look back at that time and I, if anyone's going through a period where they just aren't thinking they're in the right career, but they really love what they do. And like, sometimes it's really just who you work with. Like, and some people vibe and some people don't. And that's okay. You're just on different paths. And it's, it's making sure you find the people or the company or the support system that you need in order to flourish in any industry you're in. Like, you need that time. And, again, that's kind of brings me back to, like, that biggest lesson I learned in the career is, like, putting boundaries up. Because sometimes, like, again, we are not what we do at the end of the day. You are worth so much more than what you do. And, like, even if today I lost all, like, my job, like, you can start a whole new identity. Your identity is not what you do for work. Yeah, biggest lessons I've learned. Wow, we are Katie's over here inspiring everyone. <sighs> That's what I do. <laughs> next question. Next question. <laughs> okay, so we're in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world. Yes. What do you do? You like planning events out here in Las Vegas? Would you want to go anywhere else to plan events? You know, I have this huge love hate with Las Vegas because. This is, like, the place to be for flourishing my career and all of that that stuff. And, like, when you hear Vegas, you're like, ooh, it's the party city. It's the thing that's always got going on. And it has been, like, so insane for my career. Like, I have been to places and done things that, like, I don't think anyone else could have done. And then when I look of, like, oh, I don't want to settle down in Vegas. Where else would I go? 
I think I would get bored anywhere else. The other big event cities are probably like your Orlando or New York or LA and probably some other countries. But like for me, I don't really want to live in any of those places, but I don't think I would have fun doing events anywhere else. So it's just such a different market and it's so fun and interesting and it's always changing, which I think I like from the side of like Vegas itself to like live in and be a local. It's kind of hard. Like we just had the big F1 events here and being a local, like we had to deal with like the traffic and $50 parking and like all this crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, I think there's just so much opportunity here and it just continues to grow. And Vegas is that kind of place where people come to like escape real life and to have a good time. So like, I don't, I think it's always going to be thriving and it's just some, one of those places that's going to have really big sporting events and career events and all of those kind of things. So I'm just like, eh, I guess it's okay right now. <laughs> and I bought a condo. So I guess I'm stuck here for a little bit. <laughs> so dang. No, I agree with you. I coming like, I like your opinion because you're not born and raised here. So your opinion yeah. is from someone moving here. I love Vegas born and raised. I would, I'll stay here forever. Because, I've so. also heard people who have been born and raised in Vegas and then try to leave have a really difficult time because other places aren't 24 hours and like 365 mm-hmm. like even when I go back home I grew up in Chicagoland area and bars close at 2 a.m like when I'm hungry for sushi at 3 I could go get sushi at 3 a.m it's just like wild what you can do here and I think if I ever left that I would have a hard time adapting like I can't get a Starbucks at 2 a.m that's crazy <laughs> like they have hours <laughs> what are those like it's just weird so, yeah, seeing from a local's perspective, like, it would be hard to go other places where it gets, like, sleepy after yeah. 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of F1, I know you went, I went. Yes. How did you like the event? What, what, In your opinion, what are your pros and cons of as someone attending the event? Ooh, this is good because I had so many notes. <laughs> Love it. As a disclaimer for any F1 fans out there, I... I'm not a huge F1 fan. I've never really gotten involved with like car racing. Um, The pros of the event, I thought the track was very cool. The background of it all, that was very cool. The entertainment was top notch. We had a lot of good like headliners on the T-Mobile stage area. It was cool to see the sphere like in action. There was a lot of cool like activations that I went to. They had a lot of good picture opportunities, things like that. The cons, I thought, like, the logistics of how to get to your hotel, to your seats, were really poorly planned. We had some, like, walking routes that were just not, like, in between two large casinos and, like, dumpster areas, which was just, like, from a VIP-level perspective. Like, that just wasn't great. Um, Everything was crazy, ridiculously overpriced, in my opinion. I think, again, I don't know what those prices compare to in other locations, and then from, like, the planning pre-perspective, like, trying to set up an event like that where you're closing down roads at multiple times, that was just kind of crazy. And we had some internal, like, quotes and things that, like, corporate clients wanted. And they weren't giving us a lot of information on, like, where can we drop? Where are people going to be at? Like, we didn't have a lot of that information until way later. And we couldn't really service our clients in the way that we wanted to because we didn't have a lot of that information. And I don't think it was anything against F1 I just don't think they knew how it was going to work I read so many articles leading up that they were like this is very 
uh, like unprecedented for us because we've never worked in a 24-hour city. We've never closed down the major road <laughs> of the city. And I think when you go to other like cities, you have multiple areas where Vegas is your strip, like your five-mile strip, and they closed most of that down. Seeing the actual races and seeing the cars was great. And Lewis Hamilton, if you're listening, um, <laughs> if you're single, let me know because <laughs> you spicy. <laughs> but other than that, it was like it was overall good. I think a lot of learning and a lot of room for improvement. But I'm also very happy Vegas had it because I've heard from like an economical standpoint, it really helped our city and our tourism and all that. Well, they have two more years to figure it out and get it right. So two more years. Evaluate if we're keeping it for two more years to shoot my shot with Lewis Hamilton. Lewis, are you listening? Lewis, <laughs> Katie's here. She's ready. She'll be there next year. I'm sure you're sure it works. <laughs> Maybe if you were dating her, you would have won. <laughs> I love that. You probably would have, because I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> oh shoot. What is your biggest pet peeve in a job and personal? In a job, it's when you send an email and they reply back and spell your name wrong. When you literally have had your signature in there or your email is your name. Like I, so my name's Katie and it's spelled like Katie Perry, like K-A-T-Y. The amount of people that spell it K-A-T-I-E or Kathy, I don't know where you're getting the H from. And it, I would sort of get it if I had a harder name, but, like, it's really not that hard to scroll up and look and just double check. I also think that's such a, like, a respect thing. Like, I've had a lot of clients and, like, colleagues that have had very difficult names to pronounce, and that's my first thing I'm doing is, like, how do you pronounce your name? Um, I have this one friend. She is from China, and her name is, like, very hard to pronounce. It's, I'm just going to say it. Sorry. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Ying Yu. But her English name is Cheer because so many people mispronounced her name and she got sick of it. Where I was just like, no, like, I want to learn your real name because, like, that's who you are. Like, your name's very important to you. So, like, I, I always think, like, saying somebody's name wrong or, like, mispronouncing it, pronouncing it, but, like, then not, like, asking or, like, I think that's kind of rude. Um, I'm pretty sure I called Ariel the wrong name, like, 17 times. So, <laughs> sorry, but I really try to, like, learn people's names. Um, so that's in definitely like work and professional life because I just think knowing somebody's name means a lot, especially once you like meet them and then like five weeks later you like remember them. It means a lot to them. And then in personal life, I don't know if this is appropriate for this podcast, but I'm just going to say it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's ghosting. Why are we ghosting people? I'm very single. Hence, Lewis, call me. <laughs> but like... I don't understand why people ghost. Why can't you just say like, hey, we had a great time. Didn't feel the vibe. End of story. Maybe it's dating in Vegas, which that could be a whole other podcast. (laughs) But like, I don't know what it is, but I just think it's so disrespectful. And I understand like, so say if you've never met the person ghostings or whatever, but if you've gone on a few dates and you ghost them, that's annoying. Or... I can understand, like, if the person, like, continuously reaches out and you have told them no multiple times, then I understand that side of you, too. But, like, for the most part, if you go on a great first or second date and then you don't answer them, you have to edit out the F word. (laughs) I'm like, and there goes our ratings. (laughs) 
just say hey don't vibe and that goes for girls and boys because boys get ghosted too and it's just not it, we're not in like kindergarten like be respectful towards each other end of story ghosting Oof. don't do it again i can make a whole podcast just about this oh my gosh okay. and i'm two glasses maybe three wine no deep, we're on our so. second bottle of wine well <laughs> you ghosters out there beware and respect the dead people i don't all the time i let them come back and haunt me but you should respect the dead and people aren't gonna listen after this <laughs> I'm losing listeners. The four that we had, <laughs> Shelby, <laughs> Matt, Josh, and Anna, all stopped listening at this point. <laughs> Maybe my mom's still listening. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> Karen, I love you. Is your mom's name Karen? Yes, and she is a Karen. <laughs> and mom, if you are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we have to wrap this up. I have a couple more questions for you. Okay, go. What is your advice to someone who is thinking about getting into our industry but doesn't really have a lot of knowledge on it? What What's the biggest piece of advice you could give them? I say just try to go into any area where you think you might have interest. So if that's food and beverage, jump in. And if that's entertainment, jump in. If that's production, whatever you think. And just really be a sponge. Because I started out in food and beverage and catering and I got led to doing full-on event planning and I think when you're in it and you just pick up and learn every little bits and pieces, then you get to know. I think it's like when I went first went to college, I was like, oh, you can major in that? Like, there's so many different little niches that you can get into. So I just think go in, be a sponge, set up those informational interviews with anybody you find inspiring or you think that you may want their life. Like, ask them questions. Just don't be afraid. Be curious. That's like the number one. I'm 28 years old and I'm still curious. So, yeah, be curious. I love that. I think that's really good advice. Thanks. Um, and then we apparently are now ending all of our podcasts like this. Oh my God. So um, what is your favorite quote and why? Or oh. a good quote, right? It doesn't have to be your favorite quote, but what is a good quote that's right, resonating right. with you I right think, now? I think last time I said the live your dash thing, right? You did. Okay, great. You can't use it again. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, a quote or like a TikTok. I don't even know what it was, but it was like a... a I heard it on the internet and it was something along the lines. I'm totally going to butcher this, but like I'll paraphrase. It says, imagine like when you were back in your life and you went through something extremely heartbreaking or hard or anything like that. And days go by, months go by, years go by and you finally get past it and you're okay. And in the moment you just never think you're okay. I think really learning that things are temporary no matter how hard or how good like to really like indulge in those good times and to really just kind of like power through those bad times because everything is temporary and like whatever heartbreak sadness toughness you went through years ago like you may still think about it and it may make you who you are today but it's not going to be the same feelings and not going to be as heavy as they always are so I think just like knowing that life is temporary and like we're only here for a short time that's a good one Wow. Deep, huh? <laughs> you always end these really deep. Ooh, you know, I try. I try. Well, thank you for taking the time to interview me today. Thank you for being here. We'll have to do another one in like a year from now and see how much our answers have changed and <laughs> what we think is different. But I'm going to continue drinking my wine. And stay tuned because next we're going to get to know about Alexis. Alexis. 
follow us on Instagram at controlled chaos underscore podcast. And there you'll be able to find our event pages. If you feel like you want to follow us, get to know us more. And we hope you listen to the next one. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.